What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Movie Crush, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey everybody! Yeah. Welcome to yeah. Mini Crush. <laughs> this is us testing the waters of life in a virtual world. Friday edition. Uh, it's been a while since Noel's been in here, so I thought we would just, since you know, guests are impossible to get right now in person. I thought we would just do a little Friday mini and get old Noel back on the scene. Mm. Good to be back, Chuck. Good to be back. The dulcet tones of the velvet. Jacket. What was it? The, the, the velvet gold mine. The the the, the smooth crushed velvet throat. Uh, what was of it? The West. It was God old smoky velvet. Old smoky velvet. And there he is. That's a nice painting in your room, Noel. Well, thanks, man. That's by that? my friend, uh, my friend Nick Benson, aka Admiral Turbo. He does a lot of art for Run the Jewels. Uh, does their tour shirts and posters. Wow. And, um, he did that, and I. You won't believe this, Chuck. I screwed that to my wall myself without measuring it. Doesn't it look perfectly square? It looks perfectly square. And what you should do, Noel, um, mm-hmm. is you should take a picture of that. Yes. And then post it uh, when we release this bad boy okay. tomorrow. You got it. In fact, maybe that can serve as the artwork for this episode. <laughs> okay. Or it could just be like my weird kind of must-haired head, uh, you know, uh, off to the side of this uh, painting in the background. But we'll, we'll, we'll workshop it. Yeah, absolutely, Chuck. Um, so just full disclosure, I can't see you, which seems unfair, but, you know, well, it, is what, it is what it is. Hold on, motherfucker. Let me activate <laughs> my goddamn camera. Activate. Hey! All right. You got some a little halo of light hovering over your head there, and some uh, 
some Christmas string lights there. It's very nice. It is very nice. nice. You know, it retrofitted the band room, Mm -hmm. uh, which was just a matter of sort of rearranging some things to form a a faux corner. Yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, not a faux corner. It's a real corner and then a faux corner. It sort of looks like you're in a, a booth at a restaurant. Oh, God. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be? Yeah, oh God, yeah, sorry. Remember, remember restaurants? Remember restaurants? <laughs> remember fun? Remember, oh boy. Have you had the thing that's happened yet where you're watching like television and you see some people congregating or shaking hands and you're like, oh, oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, I've been watching Cheers a lot instead of going to my neighborhood bar. I've been watching a lot of Cheers. Comfort food. It's kind of nice. It's a yeah. very pleasant show, don't you think? Well, you know, you want to go where everyone knows your name, Noel. They do. They do. And you know their names, too. There's, there's what's his name? There's Ted Danson. There's Sam <laughs> Malone. Yeah. Sam. Uh, who's the skinny nerd guy with the glasses who's always getting into mischief? Uh, oh, skinny the, nerd guy. Yeah, there was, like, he wears suspenders. Um, there was an episode where he, like, did a gambling scheme. Like, he's sort of like a trickster. I don't know. I'm sort oh, of wait, new to is, Cheers. So is he a, uh, a, a very occasional guest star? He's an occasional guest. Well, Harry? That, yeah, is his that's name Harry? probably uh, the guy from uh, Night Court. That is exactly who it is. Yeah, Harry, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Harry Styles. Yep, Harry. Yeah, that's that totally that guy. <laughs> Have you seen his uh, version of Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel? No, but I bet it's, it's awesome. I like his solo record. I don't know anything about the guy, but it was fucking great. He did it on He's Howard in, Stern. He was in One Direction. He's a boy band guy. That's I know. That's why yeah. I, I gave him no considerate thought before the other day. Well, I mean, look at Justin Timberlake, you know? I mean, I his know. solo career was pretty interesting. Yeah, JT broke out, didn't he? He really, really did. And you know what's funny is, uh, what's it, Lance Bass, you know, who is one of the in-sinkers? Um, sure. He does a podcast for the network uh, with Anna Husne uh, from L.A. They do like a... Oh, really? Like a, like a, will you accept this rose, which is, I guess, is like The Bachelor oh. or something. So they do a Bachelor uh, recap show? They do a Bachelor recap show with, with Lance Bass, yeah. Wow. This is, I didn't know that. And that's on oh. our very own network. It's on our this very network. You know, Noel, I was about to say you can't buy that kind of uh, free advertising, but you can. You could buy advertising on Movie Crush. That would cost about $12. Yeah, these days. With the price of ads uh, (laughs) through the roof. (laughs) Wait, do you know something I don't know? No, I'm kidding. I just, you know, no, no, I, I don't know. I, I, I just wonder, right? Like, I mean, it, it, with 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 buying stuff and restaurants and things, kind of taking a dive. I wonder if ads are gonna take a dive too. I don't know. I don't know. I'm being I'm being alarmist. Well, no, Noel. Every industry is going to take a hit, including our very. I mean, podcasting is great in a way because it doesn't require a crew. You can move fast. You can do it like this remotely. Yeah. Um, we're really set up for this, but oh yeah, advertising is going to take a hit across the board for everything. I'm sure. But again, you know, the overhead for podcasting is so low, and we're able to keep going. And honestly, the thing that I take some comfort in is the fact that doing this shit is giving people some comfort. I'm already yeah. hearing from people on social, like, you know, we've heard from in the past, just saying like, "Thanks for keeping me sane during my, you know, assembly line job or truck right. driving, long haul truck driving job." But now more than ever, it's like. Thanks for being there and sharing your, you know, that you're in the same boat because we are absolutely in the same boat as literally everyone else. Yeah, the great equalizer. But I'm just glad that boat is not a cruise ship. No shit. Know what I'm saying? Can you imagine anything oh, yeah. worse than being stuck on a cruise ship? No, that that I mean, even before everything kind of got super crazy, that whole story about the folks that were quarantined on that ship for like, yeah. was it like a month? And they had like food slid to them like under the door and things. It just, oh, it's nightmare fuel. And now that's all of us. Basically, I mean, luckily I can, I'm a pretty good cook, so I don't have like a, 
you know, an attendant that's sliding me, uh, right. you know, uh, like MREs under my through a slot in my door. But well, well, it, I'm happy to share my attendant. Yeah, and send them over to you. Ah, uh, you've got a valet, Chuck. No, a man, podcast I, valet. I have been wearing the apron again though, which is good because I used to cook a lot. Really? And so this has been kind of nice. Yeah. What have you been cooking? Uh, I've been grilling some stuff. Uh, nice. I've been cooking some uh, pasta meals. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. too fancy yet because I can't just because you know when I cooked I would go out the day of and get the groceries I needed for that meal only. So now I'm I'm piecing together what we have in the house. Sure. Um, I probably have spent about five hundred dollars on groceries yeah. in the last two weeks uh, in various little spurts. You know, I'll go like and get what I what I need, and then go back and get more. I realize it's sort of a bit of a stress habit. It allows me to get out of the house, and uh, somehow stocking up on things is comforting in some way. So sure. I've kind of tried to back off on that a little bit because now I don't have room in my freezer or pantry. But I've been doing a lot of soups and stews. Yeah, and then I'll and then I'll freeze a bunch of it, uh, which is nice for later. So you don't just eat it all in one night and then i've been doing a lot of uh indian food like Ooh, big yeah. batches yeah i make a big where, i make a good curry i should yeah. i should whip that out it's a fun one and it's a good way to use like vegetables that you have left over in the fridge to keep them from going bad or whatever you just like throw anything some, in there yeah throw it throw it all in there and a little garam masala a little ginger ginger mm. lasts forever too man yeah. i love ginger root you just keep it around man a it little, lasts uh, so long what's the one spice that uh turmeric turmeric yeah yeah just good one get that on your fingers though you're gonna be yellow for days totally Yep, like that yellow bastard in the White House. I'm <laughs> 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 just kidding. He's no. great. Yeah, no, we're not going to, we don't want to get political. We don't, I know we don't, asshole. we don't. I just, I, I will just say briefly, talk about shitting the bed, man. I mean, like, it's, I feel like we're in a third world country with all this shit. Like, uh, you know, it's just the way it's handled. It's just been, and then, and then the whole like double speak of like, no, no, we had it under control from the start. Everything's fine. Everything's well, fine. Yeah, that's been the worst part. I mean, I, I, I think I don't lay this at the feet of one person. I think all of our leaders have oh, failed us. A hundred percent. The whole nature of our system. And if there's a silver lining to this, we talked about this. We did a stuff that I want you to know episode yesterday about this and update because we did a COVID-19 episode before the shit truly hit the fan. That was just kind of a primer on like what it's all about. Right. And and then we did one yesterday that knowing what we know now being where we are now. And we did a like worst case scenario. And then we did kind of like a uh, what's the word? Like sort of a silver lining. Yeah. Yeah, Silver lining. And, and, And the big takeaway was this is kind of exposing the rot at the core of a yeah. lot of institutions in this country and like the I don't know I know no one wants to hear this soapbox shit but I think there is going to be some change uh, there can't not be you know so I think we'll so uh, it, it is uh, it would be very much like America to forget everything and go right back to normal but what I think is going to happen is it's going to be normal for a long long time uh, I think there will be waves of this and periods of uh, self-distancing instituted yep. over the next couple of years probably so get I actually used just to it, read people. a really good Atlantic article that went through I read all of that. that. Yeah. yeah, that was the one. That's mm-hmm. a man. That's a good read. It's sobering, but it's but again, it's not all doom and gloom. Like it's yeah. very measured and very thoughtful. I recommend you guys check that one out uh, to give you a little bit of cold water in the face, but also you know there's some some hope there, of course. You know. Yeah, and I think there's going to be a lot of good art uh, and um, entrepreneurialism that comes out of this. Big time. I mean, this is the time, people. This is the time to work on that novel or to write that script or to make that music or to knit that sweater. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, if you have time on your hands right now, and I know a lot of people are busy with other things, uh, especially parents. I know that drill. But use the time you got 
is, is our uh, is our advice. I've been rediscovering the joy of playing guitar and making right? uh, ambient kind of soundscapes on the guitar. And, Heck yeah. Um, really, really enjoy like, You know, it's just something I've, I've been so busy and not taking a step back and realizing, oh, you know, how, how, how little time I spend doing things for me. I know. That are actually like things that I used to really totally be do. a huge part of my life. And, and I've kind of like let them lapse. And now I'm, you know, it's nice. It's yeah. nice to be able to do that. We were texting... Uh, was it last night about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been using, you know, we got, I have this little home recording setup that I've never really played around with for two years um, for situations like this. And so uh, since it was just out of the case, that's all it takes, Noel, sometimes. Sure. Is it's out of the closet and sitting on a desk. I was up the other night doing a little drinking and it started to start recording some music. And I was just going around and finding songs that I know and love and trying to do a little acoustic spin on it. And adding layers of harmonies and things. and Nice. Uh, it's just, it passed four hours and I was totally forgot about everything else but that. Yeah. You've got a little uh, isotope spire that's kind of a mobile multi-track thing. It's got some effects in it's it. It's great. A nice, it's a really fun little toy. Yes. Um, more than a toy. I mean, it's a tool. It's But it's like battery powered. You can be or you can plug it in. It's great for, it's wonderful. you know, just laying down some demos. It's a really, really cool device. And I was... Uh, I didn't have this idea and like decide to set everything up. I just had it in my office upstairs. Uh, so it wasn't in the basement studio. It wasn't using these great microphones. I just did it in my room with the microphone built into the spire and it sounded okay. Oh, hundred percent. No, it's got a great little stereo pair mic uh, set up on it. And yeah. um, it's, it's, it's made for that for sure. Like it's, it's definitely, you know, using, uh, it's meant to be minimal and allowing you to just kind of like totally. take the inspiration and just run with it. So yep. that's on awesome, Chuck. I'm, I'm making a lot of like weird noise soundscapes and, you know, I'm into the synthy stuff, but I've been getting away from the synths and getting back into picking up a stringed instrument and, yeah. you know, uh, letting the, letting them strings ring. So I love been it. A lot of fun. How are your fingers fun. feeling on the old left hand? They're good. They're, they're, they're coming back and my my chops are coming back like i've Good. been doing scales and i've just been kind of like you know like i made a beat in ableton and just like and, and laid down a bass line and just like jammed with it for like fucking an hour and yeah half. just just like you know <laughs> noodling around with delay and doing kind of like psychedelic smashing pumpkins kind of leads you know like oh really, no really i can i can uh smell the bong hits wafting from your window <laughs> This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. 
because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. All right, everybody, we're going to get it started in earnest. Uh, this is, we're just going to do a couple of little social studies. Social studies on movie crush. Then finish it off with a stream this, because uh, I imagine everyone is streaming everything mm-hmm. right now. Uh, but no, the other day I just posted, and this isn't even movie related, but I, uh, I took a hot shower after a long walk with my family, and I brought a beer into the shower, which is one of my favorite things to do. And I just, times like these, you really, uh, at least I hope people are able to really, um, really enjoy those simple, small pleasures in life more than ever before. And I sat in that steamy shower drinking that cold beer and almost started crying. In fact, I might have started crying, to be honest. Totally. And it was wonderful. So I asked uh, the movie crushers, I said, a cold beer and a hot shower is a true gift. What is one of your simple life pleasures? And I'm going to read through some of these because it just... It brought a smile to my face reading these from other people. I can't wait to hear. Do you have one, Noel, that you can uh, bark out? Yeah, I mean, I really love cooking. I really love the the zenness of preparing a good meal and like prepping everything in advance and having everything kind of laid out in an organized way. Your mise en place. Just- uh yeah well no more more just the pre's on plus right huh <laughs> Get it? Oh. Uh, you know because then when you have it all laid out you can just toss it all in and just go like like spring into action with the actual cook of it so I really there's something about that that's very calming to me and uh, and really gets me in a in a nice headspace that's great Noel and that is mise en plus by the way what you were just describing oh really yeah mise en, mise en plus is, like... is what you uh, you put it on the plate though no 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 no, no 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 mise en plus is everything in its place so it's all your Huh. Your prep and having everything all laid out perfectly and chopped up, and that's called your mise en place. It's a Got it. pre-cooking ritual. Not ritual, but sort of rule of thumb. Very good. You learn something new every day. I know, no. <laughs> that was a little amuse-bouche for you, my friend. I love it. It's very delicious. All right, so we're going to start off with Aaron Snell here. He says, because uh, this is right up my alley. In fact, we got a little good discussion going on uh, this post. Sit down, turn off the lights. Put on headphones and listen to an album front to back. The headphone albums. He said Kid A by Radiohead is one of his favorite ones. That's a good headphoner. That used to be my ritual, Noel, when I would get an, a record by one of my favorite bands. Uh, upon release, I would carve out two hours at the end of the day to to listen to it at night by myself in a darkened room on headphones. Did you have the big, like, beefy headphones, you know, like the 70s style? I'm picturing you, like, sitting on the floor cross-legged with them plugged into your tuner and just your hands on the side of the headphones just vibing out. Was that exactly how it went? Well, yeah, but, I mean, I'm talking about as an adult. This wasn't a childhood ritual, so. No, no, I know. I'm still, still, yeah, uh, no. the aesthetic holds true. I, it I does. Think. It does. Yeah, okay. I love good, my good. over-ear headphones. That's the only way yeah. to go. Yep, for sure. Although I am using an earbud now just because 
I got to hear my own voice. Sure. Yeah, it's convenient. How are you? Can You can't hear yourself, can you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How do you do that through Skype? So I'm, well, I, I've got, I, I'm actually recording um, into my computer. So I'm recording into Adobe Audition. Oh. Uh, which you, you could also do if you want to. Um, and then I, you can set Skype. So I have an audio interface. So my mic is going into my computer. And then you can set the input on Skype to be my mic. So I'm hearing myself through Skype. And you're also hearing me through this mic. See? You're actually, that's that's me. Well, shit. I, I'm. I have one earbud in, so I can hear you and hear myself. So I'm yeah, gonna have to. I'm gonna we, have to work we, on we, that. We can uh, we can troubleshoot this, Chuck. We can. Uh, it, it's a work in progress. All right. All right, Noel. I just took a picture of the uh, screen because I want to show people. Yeah. Your your sweet little setup. Thanks, man. All right. What are yeah? So let's continue here. Uh, Colin Jones says, "I don't want to be weird, but I have a number of feet things. Number one, walking around uh, barefoot on a freshly cleaned house floor." Uh, number two, heated floors in the winter. Yes, sir. What is that? Is that a thing they do like in the where it's very cold? Uh, well, floors? I actually know when we uh, redid our house, I have we have heated floors in our master bath now and our sunroom oh. uh, because our master bath floor is hollow underneath. Uh, there's like a big space underneath in our house, and so you know that makes things colder. Like sure, the sure. bridge effect. Like a bridge will ice over because there's nothing underneath it. Totally. So the upshot of that is our bathroom floor is the most frozen, cold-ass thing on planet Earth. Yep. So we sprung for the old heated floor in the bathroom, and it's been a life changer. I bet. That's nice. That's great. Uh, and then Colin Jones finishes up this with she- uh, shearing, shearling, shearling-lined slippers. Oh, okay. Uh, on a chilly day. Shearling. So is that like a lamb's wool thing or something? I, I hear the word shear. I'm assuming it's some sort of wool. I don't know. I think so. Okay. <laughs> right? This guy must be from, like, the Midwest. These are, these are all things that are very alien to me. Well, or like fucking Ireland or something. Also possible. Uh, Mike Snelling Jr. says, First 10 seconds after crawling into bed, blankets still settling around you, and the day oh. stresses easing off. That's nice. The muscles start to relax, and for that brief moment, nothing else matters. Wow. That's that deep. Nice. Uh, Janet Duffy, fitting a piece in a puzzle. First sip of coffee after taking the dogs for a walk and commenting on the Movie Crushers page and having mm. someone like it. That's very nice. I would think you'd take your coffee before you walk your dogs. That's interesting. It's a very specific ritual. I like it. Yeah. So well, some people don't want to get all caffeinated or some people have to pee right after they drink coffee. It's a good point you make, Chuck. <laughs> uh, Becky Harris Trainer says, definitely time with my kids. Uh, Andre Shampoo says... I told my friends about shower beers, and they had never heard of it. Oh, my God, people, get on that. It's the best. You ever drink a beer in the shower, Noel? I've never had a beer in the shower, Chuck. Do you drink beer? I like beer. I like a good beer, yeah. Well, next time you have a moment, take a hot shower and take a cold beer in there. Okay. Boy, doesn't, the it water get, doesn't it get watery, though? The water would get in the beer and no? Well, I mean, uh, you've got to be smart. You can't just hold it under smart. the stream. Okay. you got to take a little side sip, kind of lean out yeah, of yeah. the shower stream, and then take your side sip. <laughs> Here come it. the side sip. There you sip. All right. Good. <laughs> we had That's to sing good. at some point. We did. Uh, we did. Old pal Vanessa Lopez says, The smell of the ocean, a cup of tea in my favorite mug, and the way it fits in my hand so perfectly. Uh, Vanessa, please never break that mug. I was about to say, I try not to get too attached to mugs. They're yeah. so ephemeral, you know? <laughs> yeah. What I respect I that. I used to use uh, lose sunglasses until I bought nice sunglasses, and, now, and then I found that I take better care of them. 
you know, I did too, and then I lost my nice sunglasses too. So, <sighs> well, you know, you need to go back to the the CVS. Sunglasses. Oh, I am. Oh, I have Chuck. I, I, I this is why I can't have nice things. <laughs> uh, Karen Schlump Hughes, one of our old friends, says the smell in the air after a summer rain, so earthy, indistinct, totally. I went for a little walk yesterday, and uh, the neighbors have like this whole big yard crew doing a big old grass cutting, and they were just like freshly cut, kind of mm. squishy grass clippings everywhere, God, and so it was good. so strong, it almost made me like like it was almost too much. It was almost mm-hmm. overwhelming, but it was very pleasant. Um, that's that's sort of the mixed bag, sort of sad thing about this whole thing is like the weather is just now getting really beautiful here in Georgia. It's I know spring is springing, and yeah, are you are you taking walks though? Like I mean, they, they, oh, they say sure. we're allowed to take walks. Right? Yeah, and that's all. It's and fine. my whole neighborhood is walking, man, like never before. And yeah, everyone is yeah. being very respectful and crossing the street or right, uh, being cool. But everyone's talking and waving. It's got a yeah. very communal feel. It's nice. I think so. I went to a park with a friend of mine. Um, we you know we we kept our distance, but there were these. There was this little circle of old ladies um, sitting in their lawn chairs, uh, uh, perfectly six feet apart. That's great. Having like a little social distancing party and playing music out of this one old lady's house yeah. in Cabbage Town. That's really funky part of Atlanta uh, where a lot of old stoner ladies live apparently oh yeah totally Uh, let me see I'll have to move there one day when I'm an old stoner lady Mm -hmm. Uh, Sabrina Grogan says seeing that first tiny version of a vegetable in the garden then watching it grow every day it's lovely Mm -hmm. we uh, we just uh, Ramsey our lovely super producer Built me uh, and my my roommate Frank a planner box, oh, a really nice. really nice cedar planner box, and then delivered it and put it together with us. Uh, and and uh, now we have tons of like little. We wow. kind of we didn't we didn't plant them from seed. We kind of got the mid the little baby ones, mm-hmm. so they're already a little bit of growth there. But yeah, we've got a nice apocalypse garden going. Sweet, I love it. Uh, Joyce, uh, I'm sorry, Joss Burns says surrendering to the overwhelming lust I feel when I smell a nectarine, then biting into it. Mm. She said, I'm fructose intolerant and fruit makes me sick. So it's literally a forbidden fruit thing, but it's nectarines are worth it. Wow. Be careful. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Let me see here. Paul Morris loves fitting a fresh 3D printed object that uh, he has designed to interface with something that I've measured in real life and having it fit perfectly. Oh, sure. I can see that. that. That's satisfying to me just hearing about it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Charles Martin Akers, one of our old pals here, is very sweet, Uh, rolling over to my wife's side of the bed on the rare occasion that she's up before me, something about the hint of her relaxes me back to sleep. Oh, that's nice. Lovely. Uh, Our oldest of pals, Rebecca Robe, and big shout out to Rebecca, who was was doing great. She's been uh, going through um, some some struggles here with, uh, with a medical issue, and she's... Uh, on the other side of things, and we could not be more ecstatic about that. Uh, she says, having her back scratched and a good cigar. Mm. Man. A good cigar. I love that. Robes is a, a cigar smoker. Interesting. I've, I've never had a cigar. Never in your life? No, I'm not like a nice one. You know? No, you know, we should smoke a cigar one day. I would do that with you, Chuck. I would. I, I don't smoke cigars very much at all. Maybe... It happens once a year when someone sure. I know is an aficionado, uh, and they will share one with me, and I never yeah. refuse it because it's a it's more about the the communal spirit. Oh, and oh yeah, it's like the breaking of bread almost with another human. I can see that. It's very nice. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Christina Hahn 
going back to sleep after a significant other's alarm clock wakes you up, snuggled with the knowledge that you have no alarm today. That's great. You know, I've found I don't even have to set an alarm anymore. It's pretty cool. Dude, I haven't set my, an alarm for years. Yeah, my brain just wakes me up at around the same time. Even yep. if I've had a night of, like, heavy drinking, my brain still, like, yeah. I, I, I'm never, like, I always wake up on time. You know what, Noel? I've said this before on Stuff You Should Know, but I didn't know if you knew that I have a natural alarm clock. I can tell myself what time to wake up before I go to sleep, and I'm, honest to God, no shit, within, like, five minutes of that. Wow. And now I'll wake up kind of anyway, but this was even before... Um, my daughter came along, I would be able to say like, all right, get up at seven. And I would wake up within 6.55 to 7.05. That's a pretty cool trick, Chuck. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. And the irony is I have a very nice alarm clock now. You know, I have a really nice bedside radio. It's like uh, by this company called Tivoli. And it's like, it looks kind of modern and like interestingly designed, but it doesn't have an alarm clock. It's really, really like, it's, it's got like a Bluetooth. It's got f- full radio. It's a yeah. really nice thing. Doesn't have an alarm clock. That's weird. But, you know, I use my phone. So who, who needs it? Yeah. I stayed at a hotel that had a cool alarm clock and I was like, ooh, I'm getting one of those because it's the same deal. You get Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. It's got... Yep. It's got a little uh, soft glowing light on the back of it if you want. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, this one's cool. I think there's another model of the Tivoli that does have an alarm clock, but this particular one doesn't. But uh, I do like it very much. All right, let me see here. Laura Chinua says, a breakfast that includes bacon and black coffee. Right up my alley, lady. Mm. Uh, Dylan Thomas, the first night of newly changed sheets. Yeah, totally. Fresh sheets, nothing like it. You know, I just washed my duvet. I washed the cover, and then I just washed the actual duvet, and now i got to put it back in the cover. That's the only part I don't like, but I love that. I love the feel of it. It's very, very comforting. Yeah, putting a duvet cover on is not uh, easy or fun. It's not the most fun. There's a good trick where you can turn it inside out and just roll it into its uh, little sheath. Yeah, I've seen those tricks. Uh, but, but I have to look <laughs> it up on YouTube every fucking time. It's like folding a fitted sheet. There's that trick, too, but I just uh-huh. always end up doing the old... Wadding it up. Just wad. <laughs> you get halfway through it and you wad. You're like, ah! You just get frustrated. Uh, let me see uh, here. Justin Kirshner says, drinking a beer that I brewed, watching the sunset after dinner uh, with the wife. These all sound so nice, everybody. Uh, Bacia Randy's uh, welcome, top fan, says, dunking cookies in a hot cup of coffee or tea, staying in bed on a cold and rainy day. Oh, man. Amanda Wright says, the sound of rain on a tin roof, thunder in the distance. Wow. Janet uh, Whitehouse uh, Baptista, one of our old pals, says, sitting at the fire pit and watching the sunset. Mm. Uh, let me do a couple more of these here. Sure, sure. Uh, Zach Magoch says, naps with my infant son on my chest. Oh, that's very sweet. Uh, Lee Leonard says, a recliner, three fingers of bourbon, and a smoke. Three fingers. That's a nice drink. That's a big one. What, how many fingers you go, Noel? Um, all of them. I do oh. a fistful, a fistful of bourbon. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, you know, I don't think I updated you. I did a, a a couple of mini crushes with Emily and updated everyone on Red Dead Redemption. But I finished the game, and um, but I finished no spoilers. It. I I actually haven't finished it. Well, I finished it too early. I didn't see it coming. Uh, I wish they would have literally had a countdown clock saying like, "Hey, by the way, you're about to be done. So go do other stuff if you want to do it." Well, can't you still? You can still wander, right? Or no, you can't. You have to start over. Usually, no, when you beat those games, spoil it gives anything. you some kind of bonus. Oh yeah, I guess he probably dies. <laughs> he how, died in the last one. How else could that move? How that game end? Yeah, no, it's true. Should I get the first one? 
Uh, yeah, Red Dead Two. Right, well, the, the the original one I think is only on like original PlayStation maybe or PlayStation oh. Two, and then then Red Dead Two was on PlayStation Three, and that one is well, that one was the game changer. Okay, where the world got really expansive, and then this one I've been playing a game called Borderlands. Uh, that is just kind of a cartoony goofball kind of a uh, uber violent but in car- cartoonish way uh, yeah. shooter game, and it's a lot of fun. Well, I started playing a game called Control that I, it's just I can't get into it yet. It's one of those games that starts you out uh, with a central mystery that you have to figure out, and it's just uh, I, I, I don't know, man. It's not drawing me in. So then I. Popped in and loaded up uh, Call of Duty World War II, and so that's mm. what I've been playing. I've you never Nazis. played a Call of Duty game? Are you shooting them not in the Nazis? Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my game is, is, is similar as a, a mechanic to a game like that. You can throw grenades. You've got, like, different right. guns. The thing that's cool about Borderlands is the game literally generates thousands of possible weapons using an algorithm that all have different statistics and different like you know names that are uh-huh. all generated randomly so you there's like no end to like the the types of you know a variety of weapons that you'll get oh, and wow. you kind of realize you know which ones suit you best and you can kind of become one that like you know uses more pistols or shotguns yeah, yeah. or whatever it's a lot of fun i quite enjoy it. and if anyone out there uh wants to game um I would love to. I would totally game with anybody. Oh, uh, do you have on, like a on, name on, you can yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. You're gonna on get inundated. PSN. In um, what would be like if anyone's playing Borderlands? I think I'm the Cubists. Uh, <laughs> the Cubists. Yeah, this is the, that was my band. I had a band called the Cubists. Oh, okay. And I think that was a name that wasn't taken. I don't even think I had to have a number. It was just T H E C U B I S T S. Oh, that's great. That's a good band mm-hmm. name too. Nice work. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, there used to be a game Noel years ago on. I think it was. Uh, the Nintendo 64 called mm. Turok, the Dinosaur Hunter. Sure, I remember Turok. You remember yeah. that game? I remember the concept of it. I don't remember the existence of it. I don't really remember what it was like. Oh, God, Turok was great. And it was the one that had all these crazy weapons, um, like little mini- miniature nuclear bombs and stuff that you what? could shoot. It was so really it was kind, cool. of, kind of jokey? It was kind of like a Well, not dinosaur. jokey. I just remember really loving it. I mean, there was oh, like... Oh, no, no. It's, it's sort of a future-y... It's yeah. on the uh, 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 the N64, Turok Dinosaur Hunter. And yeah, when I hear you say Turok, <clears throat> I think of some kind of caveman character, uh, but that's not what it is at all. He's more of like a dinosaur tracker and, and hunter. Yeah, it was great. Um, it, it was like those, the two games for me for the it's 64 days were Turok and obviously, uh, well, there were really three, Turok and Goldeneye, yeah. one of the all-time great games. Golden Eye, for and sure. uh, the Tony Hawk. For some reason, I got really into the Tony Hawk, like one of the first versions of his kind of street skate game. Remember when they put out Mortal Kombat games for N sixty four, and there was no blood. They like just removed the blood. What? Yeah, because Nintendo's always clean. Nintendo doesn't have a, really. Yeah, and that's their deal. They've always been like. I don't think I knew know, that bloodless, and 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 there's no like mature in Nintendo games. Well, you know, I'm a liberal hippie, but I love, I love blowing a Nazi up. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, who doesn't love? You know, that's funny though. Actually, Turok was rated M, uh, so maybe I'm wrong about that. But I do remember distinctly there was a version of the Mortal Kombat games for Nintendo that had all of the blood removed. That is a thing that happened. Wow, who knew? All right, let me uh, let me do let me run through like ten or twelve of these quickly yeah. because there's so many good ones. Everyone, just go read it. It'll make you feel better. 
Uh, Carly uh, Padovani Petit says, yes, shower beer is where it's at. Uh, Scott A. Barta says, sprinkling salt is the final touch over a dish. So satisfying. Oh, yeah, like the salt bay. Remember that meme with the salt bay? No. He, he was, he's, like, he's like this guy from Italy or Spain, I think, and he um, makes these, he has a restaurant, and he makes these big, big steaming plates of meat and, like, T-bones and crazy massive hunks mm. of meat, and he does this move right here where he sort of <laughs> crooks his el- his hand, his elbow, and very daintily sprinkles it as this ma- like magic dust. Uh, it's a whole thing. You look up Salt Bay sometime. It's very, very funny. I love it. Uh, let me see here. Old pal Alex Glasnovich says, looking up in the night sky and noticing the moon is stupid huge and just gawking in awe at it. These oh, are very boy. Nice. Good These are very nice. Let me see here. Our old friend Jenna Van Valen says, watching the chickens take dirt baths. Oh, God, I'm so jealous. I want to see a chicken dirt bath. I love a good dirt bath. That's a good band name, too. Dirt bath. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, let me see here. Melinda Bacalao says, watching the waves come and go at the beach. So relaxing. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, Sierra Rain, right up my alley. QP mayonnaise uh, mixed with the cheap dollar store Louisiana buffalo wing sauce. This aioli to die for. Aioli? Aioli. <laughs> I made a good aioli with a little lemon zest mm. and, uh, and some chipotle peppers that I kind of chopped up and some garlic. And uh, yeah, just uh, with a little bit of Duke's mayo and you mix it all up and uh, it's sort of a lemony, spicy uh, treat. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. All right. Those are great, simple pleasures, everyone. Uh, it is really, really nice to, to read those. It makes me feel better. Just, just reading what you people are enjoying doing. So uh, I'm going to leave that post up, and I encourage folks to read it and contribute. Maybe we'll read more of them in the coming weeks when we have nothing else to do. <laughs> totally. All right, Noel, let me see here. We're going to move on. I had, to, uh, I had to reload my page here because even though I'm plugged into the Internet, hardwired, things are still going wacky. I, I, I wonder. I, I feel like it's possible that Internet bandwidths are being really really tested with all these people at home working from home and streaming. Oh, sure. All that. Mine's wackadoo, you know. though. Yeah. I can I can never make sense of it. All right, so uh, I'm stealing this from the Movie Crushers page with permission from Emily McGuire, who has a hot cup of coffee conversation starter icon next to her name. And she says this, Annie recently said her first celebrity crush was Brendan Fraser, and it definitely awakened the eight-year-old in me, who was everyone's first celebrity crush. Noel, do you have one? Yeah, I was Christina Ricci. I oh, talked about this on the show before. That's right. I was age appropriate. I think we're probably close to the same age. And when yeah, she yeah. was uh, Wednesday Adams in the Adams family, uh, that did movies, it, huh? I really uh, had 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 the hots for her. All right, that's a good one. I think I've said mine before too. It was Christy McNichol, who uh, it turns out is gay, and I'm not sure what they, that even means about me. I'm going to have to go to a therapist and work all that out. What was she? I don't know who that is, Chuck. Just look her up, Christy McNichol. She was, uh, she was a you know, she's sort of a tomboy, uh, little heartthrob back in the seventies. She had a brother named Peter, and she was in uh, she was in a bunch of like kind of teen movies at the time. And I just I just thought she was so cute. You know why? Because she was, and she still is. Uh, let me see here. Sarah Lundberg says Mark Hamill for me. I loved Luke more than Han for some strange reason. Uh, Carrie McQuaid says Jason Bateman. Yeah, Bateman's he's crushable. Skylar Ward says Brendan Fraser as well. Uh, oh, Brendan Reese, man, you ain't lying. Jennifer Connelly, uh, when she was in that movie, 
Jeez, which is the one with Frank Whaley where she was stuck in a Target with him? Career I Opportunities, I think, was the name of it. Mm-mm, don't know it. She's, she's gotten more beautiful uh, with age as well, I think. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Jessica Hansen says, Devon Sawa. Sawa. I don't know this person. Yeah, he was in the uh, Final Destination movies. Interesting. As a Heard young child, first, he's kissing a young movie. Christina Ricci. Noel, you going to fight him? Yeah, totally. <laughs> so she to put up death. a... A gif. What is he in now? He was in something recently. Like he's obviously he's older now, and he looks completely different. He got really buff. Oh, um, what is he in? Man, he looks totally different than he did when he was. He's a really buff, beefy looking dude. I don't he think I know him a, at all. He was such a sweet looking Dawson's Creek kind of boy. He had like a part down the middle. You know, did you never saw those? You never saw those Final Destination movies? No, never saw those. Where everyone just dies and extreme oh, I know the, and I know ra- the, uh, oh. <laughs> ah. He's in he's in the fanatic, that terrible looking uh, 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 Fred Durst directed movie where oh, good uh, Lord, John Travolta, Travolta plays a, a stalker and Devin Sawa is the the object of his stalkering. Yes. Good boy, career decisions. Uh, Nicole Crilly says Orlando Bloom specifically Legolas, Orlando Bloom. Yeah, he's a he's a dream he's a dreamboat for sure. I rewatched uh, the Two Towers the other day, and it was it was it's great. It holds up. Except I will say that the Smeagol uh, Gollum effects they don't hold up quite as well on the small screen. It, it really feels like they're sort of like wrestling with the air, and there's this weird kind of like oh really yeah a little bit. It just the edges don't quite line up right, mm-hmm. and it's a little yeah. It was a while ago. It was groundbreaking at the time. Oh, oh gosh. It's, and, and like I said, they're fantastic movies. Don't get me wrong. And so much of it is, you know, practical effects. But that's the, you know, he was such a central character. He's in it a lot. Yeah. Uh, Dave Croucher says Daisy Duke. Yeah, I think there was a lot of boys in the 70s that thought the same thing. Uh, Margarita Saramago, one of my favorite new names. Uh, for me, it was Leonardo DiCaprio in Titanic. I was probably around seven years old. She I loved said, Leonardo probably he DiCaprio. Probably because <laughs> Did you have a crush, Noel? Another one on on, on, Leon, on Leon, Leon, Leonardo. Yeah, on Leonardo. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, um, I I really liked Titanic. Uh, thinking back on it, maybe I did have a bit of a of a crush on, on right. Leo. Uh, I I, did, I always felt like he never seemed age appropriate for anything that he was in. He always feels too young, and I think I've said that a million times on yeah. the show. But um, oops, uh, my phone just rang. Hopefully, you guys didn't hear that. I didn't hear um, that. I think it was in my headphones, so we're good. Um, but I watched Titanic an ungodly number of times when I was quite young. Me too. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it was about it that I loved so much. I think it was. I think it was the romance element. Yeah. I just didn't fully accept that or acknowledge that uh, at the time. Sure. Uh, let me see here. Ryan Townsend says uh, two that I still have major crushes on are Selma Hayek and Rachel Vice. Uh, Beth Thielman says Paul McCartney. Uh, Tammy Bartell says Michael J. Fox as Alex, Alex B. Keaton, of course. That's a good one. Uh, Jason Crabtree says Raquel Welch. One million years B.C. Schwing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, old friend Austin Handler says Linda Carter, the original Wonder Woman. Yeah. She was uh, she was very crushable for a young. Who was Raquel Welch actually in? I think I more just know her as like a bombshell celebrity type person. But what, what, what movies was she in? Well, I mean, he's talking about the one he just named. I think was like a caveman thing. She played like a cave lady. Oh, like I got wearing you. a skimpy a bear very fur, scantily clad. Yeah. Yes, yes. But she, I mean, she was. I don't think Raquel Welch was ever regarded as the greatest actor in the world. Uh, but she was. She was in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Boy, if you talk about from those days, uh, Anne Margaret, man, young Anne, Anne, Anne Margaret, Margaret, she's still beautiful. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, I hate, are we focusing on people's looks too much by doing this? No. It's no, okay what? to have crushes, right? So crushes are fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, Helen Lyons says, Ethan Hawke, Robert, Sean Leonard, and Josh Charles, all in Dead Poet Society. Yeah, I bet there were a lot of young girls that thought those guys were super cute. Yeah. Uh, Randy Rodriguez says, Winnie Cooper, uh, Danica McKellar from Wonder Years, of course. Uh, Charlie Baker says, Anna Chlumsky. Oh, oh yeah, my girl. Yeah, he she said was all of a, she was all of our girl. Yeah, you know? six or I never saw that movie. Uh, spoiler alert: Macaulay Culkin gets killed by bees. <laughs> That's what I've heard. I know how it ends. I was yeah. too old for that movie. Yeah, you. What are. year did that come out? Will you check that. Uh, it was probably ninety-one or something like that. Let's see. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing. Let's see if I'm right. I'm usually pretty close. And then there was My Girl too, which did not have Macaulay Culkin in it for obvious reasons. Ninety-one. Boom. Yeah, I was a sophomore in college. I was not. Yeah going to see my girl uh let me see here uh hannah o'mary says uh joseph gordon levitt in that uh, tv show that he was in when he had the long hair third rock third rock i never saw that show but oh, i know great. about it it's great french stewart is a delight uh let me see here ethan yavin our old fish head friend says kelly kafuckenpowski oh god yes wait who's yeah. kelly kapowski she was uh, in uh, Saved by the Bell. Oh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen? Was that who that was? No, I, th- I think it was the it was the other one, the one from Showgirls. Uh, let's see, Kelly Kelly Kapowski. No, it was Timothy. You're right. Yep, Tiffany it was. Uh, Tiffany Thiessen. Yep, yep. Yeah, she was kind of tailor made for young boys to crush out on. Very true. You know that big brown hair, oh. so big, so brown. <laughs> she always had a ponytail too. She always had like a serious side pony. Was that a thing? Um. Uh, yeah, at the time, a side pony was a thing. Never, Tiffany I never was a fan. Amber Thiessen. How do you spell Thiessen? T h e i s s e n. I put the i first. Yeah, yeah. You're I can never get that right. right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Jenna Van Balen uh, says this. I'm not entirely sure who was first, but I totally had a letter writing campaign for Polly Shore to be my senior prom date. Didn't work. Allison Damn Crouch it. says Damn Ralph Polly. Macchio. Sorry about that. No, what? No, no. I always said, damn it, Polly. You got to come through for the fans, you know? Go to prom? <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, Christopher Kearley says, Gina Davis in Earth Girls Are Easy. Yeah, Gina Davis is still crushable. She's great. And, uh, you know, she was on Bullseye with Jesse Thorne in the office that day, was very excited about Gina Davis coming in. And I think that his quote was, Gina Davis is exactly how you would hope she would be. She's like everybody's cool aunt. Oh, yeah. Our pals, uh, Kristen and Caroline, um, interviewed Gina Davis oh, at, did an, they? at an event because they have this show, La- Unladylike. And yeah, they, yeah. Um, they, they interviewed uh, Gina Davis, and I was following their stories, and they were, uh, they were really, uh, really freaking out about how excited they were. Yeah, of course. Who wouldn't be? She'd be a dream guest. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562 562- 
314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Uh, Linnea Barnett says, I loved Mel Gibson. I was obsessed with him. I don't remember when it started. And this is what has been obviously pre-problematic Mel Gibson. Yeah, he turned into a real piece of work, didn't he? Oh, my God, yes. Is he is he uncanceled yet? He, he sort of had a mini comeback, a micro comeback? No, I mean, he's doing stuff. Um, yeah. But, you know, that doesn't mean you have to support the guy. Uh, Dan Fuchs says three words, Farrah Fawcett Majors. Yeah, majors. Where's well, his majors when, from? That's when she was married to Lee Majors. Oh, Lee Majors. Is he from the the six million dollar man? That's him. Oh, cool. I got it right. <laughs> Something before your era. And Something you got before it, my no? I've never seen it. Is that the one where they say we have the technology? Uh I don't know. Let's say well, there was like a, a, a catchphrase from that uh, No, I don't think so. No? That sounds familiar, though. Oh, here you go. Uh, Romeo Fuqua, Noel, says, Christina Ricci as Wednesday Adams. So Boom. you and Romeo are parking your cars in the same garage. Oh, look, Scott Cahill, Christy McNichol. There you go, buddy. I knew there would be someone else out there. You got a couple of uplikes for that, too. You know, I looked she that up, so and cool. I, I, I'm not familiar with her at all, any of the stuff she's in. She was in, like, a Carpenter's Christmas special. and like <laughs> That sounds about she right. She was in The Bionic Woman, which I never saw. Which uh, is, isn't that, yeah, small part, probably. Is that a movie or a TV series? Bionic was Woman was the uh, TV counterpart to Six Million Dollar Man. That's right. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, there was a, a very special movie in the 70s called Little Darlings, that w- which uh, was about girls in summer camp uh, exploring their, their early teen sexuality. So uh, I was not allowed to watch that movie, <laughs> which... It's kind of appropriate somehow. Uh, Don Castellano says, eight-year-old me loved Rex Smith. Man, I remember that guy. These are all so good, everyone. First crutches. Julia Robertson says, uh, River Phoenix. 
uh, hold the front door, Chuck. What? We have the technology is from the $6 million man. Oh, is it really? Steve Austin, astronaut, a man barely alive. Gentlemen, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. Wow. We have the capability to build the world's first bionic man. Steve Austin will be that man, better than he was before. Better, stronger, faster. Yeah. And you know, at the end there, when they do the better, stronger, faster... It's uh, like better, and then it shows him doing something stronger, and it shows him lifting something right and faster, and then it shows his weird like, slow motion run, which was uh, supposed to be fast. Yeah, I, lo- I love the logic behind that. So he's going so fast that it looks like he's going really slow. <laughs> well, they couldn't do it. You know, you still can't do super fast running that's great. That's why no. the Flash, like Superman, Flash, like they're doing it better than they ever have, but it still just looks kind of corny and dumb. Yeah, well, you, 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 you as the viewer have to be included, right? You have to like be along for the ride. Otherwise, it's just like a blur, and it's not any fun for anyone. Yeah, and I think the one that did it best, now that I think about it, is an uh, X-Men. Yep. Because exactly. what they Quicksilver. would do was they would just show up in real time. They would just show a poof and a reappearance, and then they would show the slow-mo stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, that, uh, that kid like, from American Horror Story where yeah, he's like, like plucking things out frozen. of the air. Oh, it's wonderful. That was a very clever device. I agree. I think it's the only way to do it, you know? Yep, you're right. Uh, Emily Newton says, Leaf Garrett was spinning on my Hardy Boys record player, outshining Sean Cassidy all day long. Yeah, Leaf Garrett. Uh, Quincy Brown. This was one for me, too. Uh, Elizabeth Shue, Karate Kid era. Or any era for me. But yeah, she was great. Uh, Let's do a few more of these. Christian Bale in Empire of the Sun. That's from uh, Misa McKeown. Ash Glover says Alicia Silverstone and Clueless. Yeah, she oh, was yeah. adorable. Oh, uh, for me, it was Alicia Silverstone and all those Aerosmith videos. Those really steamy Aerosmith videos. Oh, good Lord. Where, where weirdly, it was her and Steven Tyler's daughter yeah. getting really uh, yes. uh-huh. steamy. Uh, <laughs> I always thought that was a little weird, but boy, that was a uh, you know, yeah. 12-year-old, 13-year-old Noel had a field day with those. Okay, yeah. that's, that's TMI. <laughs> um, uh, I still have a big thing for Liv Tyler. That never went away. Oh, she's gorgeous. Uh, let's see. Uh, our old buddy, uh, The Danger Oven, Gail Kuntz, says, I was four or five years old. Uh, Peter Vinkman, not Bill Murray, because I had no idea who this Bill Murray fellow even was. Yeah, Vinkman. Interesting. Uh, Heath Ledger, that comes from Amanda Kula. Yeah, Heath Ledger. He's a, he's was highly crushable. R.I.P. Mm. Uh, and let's finish up here with... Uh, how about this one? Catherine Gould says, David Bowie, after watching Labyrinth, then fell in love with the man in the music. Not bad taste for an eight-year-old. Oh, definitely not. Totally agree. Yeah. I was about to mention his uh, absurd bulge in that movie, but then he said eight-year-old, and I I walked it back. But then I didn't walk it back at all, did I, Chuck? Oh, no, because that's the first thing I thought, too, (laughs) was that big satiny bulge. So ridiculous. (laughs) All right, Nil. Um, We're going to do stream this... Now, we're going to talk about uh, what we've been watching lately, and I'm going to go ahead and start this off while you get your list together. Uh, Emily and I finished I Am Not Okay With This. Mm. Uh, It's great, and i got to say, it really gains momentum and gets much better as it goes on and has one of the best uh, endings and finales that I've seen in a while. It was really, really terrific. It's a series? It's a series. It's very quick, Noel. It's got like... Geez, I want to say seven episodes, and okay. they're like 25 minutes long. You can binge it in a night. 
I really, really love that young woman. I can't remember her name, but uh, the she's lead great. who was who's in the It movies and yeah, um, everyone in it's really good. Couple other things. I just I, th- I think she's she's the kids going places. She's got she a good is. vibe. I like her a lot. She's in some music videos that I dug as well. Uh, the cool, other I'll check thing, that out. Uh, yeah, you should. The other thing I'm watching is uh, Devs. Uh, just started that a few Ooh. nights ago, and I think we're through. Four or five episodes? I didn't know that was out yet. That's the guy that did uh, Deus Ex, Ex Machina and uh, yeah, uh, like Alex uh, Garland. He's awesome. I can't Annihilation. I mean, oh yeah, I can't wait to see this. It's good, Noel. It's um, it's really good. I mean, I mean, we're through I think four or five episodes, and he's written and directed all of them. So he may do the entire series. I'm not wow, sure. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, it's right up your alley. It's that kind of uh, really moody, atmospheric sci-fi, super stylized. Uh, lots of synthy tones. It's mm-hmm. it's total Alex Garland all the way. Does it feel like it's going places, or do you think it's going to be more mystery than it knows how to uh, answer? No, it's going places. I like cool. it. And I even Good. managed to get over uh, Nick Offerman as someone other than Ron Swanson. Right. Uh, it, it's it's good. I like it. It's kind of a, a nice distraction right now, for sure. And the, and the Crusher said to watch it because I asked everyone. I was like, is Devs good? Should I go there? And everyone around me was like, yeah, it's pretty great. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I just had no idea it was even out. Uh, so what you been watching, bud? I, um, uh, it's one of these shows that I, like, two of them, actually, that I started when they first came out and kind of I fell off. And it wasn't because they weren't good. I just, there's so much other stuff and, you know, things going on. But um, I revisited Better Call Saul um, and just got so into it, like binged the whole thing. Uh, and then like even like season four wasn't on Netflix yet. So I like bought it on Amazon and binged that. And now season five is is out and I'm just buying it an episode at a time every week and, and streaming mm-hmm. that. And it's just fantastic. Really great ensemble. It's almost like I rewatched Breaking Bad too after I finished what was available of Better Call Saul before the new season started. And Breaking Bad is so depressing. I kind of forgot how heavy and just like dire and dark it is. Uh, Better Call Saul has a lot of the same like magic and the same like really great character development, but it's way less depressing. Yeah, it's just a, it's a lot more fun and kind of like mischievous and like there's definitely some heavy stuff. But compared to Better Call, I mean, compared to Breaking Bad, it's just a little bit more of a fun watch um, totally. and it doesn't it doesn't just drag you down so that one uh new season is is ongoing i think it's uh, i just watched episode five yesterday and another one that I, I watched a few episodes of and then didn't continue um is uh ozark oh um, sure and i i am i am fully on board i've been binging that i just finished season two and now season three is coming out on friday oh uh, is this, it friday uh, tomorrow yeah oh, so yes. yeah a uh, wonderful show wonderful nice. show it, it is heavy and it's it's dark but it always keeps me guessing, and it's just I love the characters, and they're such despicable people. But you just kind of want to, you know, you want to, you want to see what, what what they're gonna do next, and like how much deeper they're gonna dig themselves into this hole, you know. I know it's um, yeah, you're invested in that family and them being okay, but they make uh, bad decisions sometimes, and it's uh, but they're trying to be smart too. I, I love the show. I can't wait, and you know, I say it every show almost, but we're also still barreling through this uh, great seasons new seasons of better things and uh, high maintenance and always recommend those. Those are great. I need to do high maintenance. Uh, you, you always recommend it to me and uh, I've, I've never seen a second of it, but uh, it seems right up my alley for sure. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you, Noel. Sorry. You should leave that in there. 
Uh, you know, I, it, it was it, it was too much overlap. We we have to leave it in. That's <laughs> okay, uh, I did I did do the vampire sneeze. You guys, um, uh-huh. I, I, I leaned away that. from the mic and I sneezed oh, into my oh, crook. Oh, you know, yeah. yes, and that's right. I'm doing. I do that part internally. I I, I, I tend to do the vampire <laughs> cackle within my 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 mind. Um, yeah, that's all right, man. There's some good stuff out there, Chuck. There's some good stuff out there, and uh, I'm really glad we've got a new season of Ozark because uh, I, I miss it already. I really 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 enjoyed that. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, shot right here in Atlanta, of course. Yeah, a lot of like at Lake Hartwell and uh-huh. a lot of the fishing kind of areas where there's a lot of like, there's you know, there's a, a lot of sailing community here in, in Georgia, like Flowery Branch and these areas oh, yeah? where there's tons of people that, you know, dock their boats. And uh, there's, yeah, it really, it, I, I recognize, I, there's actually a gas station scene. No, it was a taqueria where they're eating dinner at this taqueria. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I absolutely recognize that place and have been to it. It's always fun when you see a, a spot that you've actually like eaten at. Yeah, your favorite places. Remember restaurants, Chuck? (laughs) All right, dude. Well, that's it. Uh, I think we've been going for 53 minutes. That's a nice, robust Friday mini edition. Yeah. Uh, Depending on what happens here, we may do more of these for Friday as well. you know, it's like I always say, it's always the highlight of my day, a great way to start off the day. And um, it, I can, you know, we, I think we could both use the conversation. And totally, It's nice man. to be able to share it with all the crushers out there. And uh, I agree. Uh, I, I always, I always, I always enjoy it. Good stuff, buddy. So uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for, uh, or I guess you're welcome for us inviting you into our homes, literally, for a change. And uh, stay careful, be safe, be compassionate, be kind. And we will see everyone next week. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.